Hi guys, welcome back to the Reupload podcast. This is episode 20 and this is the last episode of the season. And this is one we've been working on for a long time. I'm with here with all the way from Byron, Jake Harpers. You want to quickly introduce yourself, tell the world what's going on. Yeah. Um, hey, my name's Jake Harpers. I'm a, basically a singer-songwriter, um, originally from Sydney, but now based here in Byron Bay for the last uh, five years. And um, yeah, I, I just, my, in my spare time, I mainly just surf and um, yeah, my occupations play music, um, currently working at a surf store. So yeah, just the two things I love to do. And then I also game in my spare time when I get some spare time. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. We had a funny way, many usually we go, usually have someone on, we talk about like how we made it. Not a funny way, but it was just like, yeah. it was different. But um, yeah, I made it while his dad passed away and rest in peace to him and then we, we met each other and um, yep. I think you mentioned about something about the podcast or something you're like you're the podcast guy or something I think you said or someone yeah, yeah. said I can't remember exactly and then here we are here we are yeah, here, here we are yeah so, <laughs> so how did you um? How, so what happened with Byron Bay like why did you move up there was it a family choice or um, um, you was- there by yourself yeah, so pretty much um, my dad actually came here in 1991 from South Africa just on holiday. Um, mm-hmm. I think he had just, I think he was visiting or almost had relocated just with immigration and everything. Um, and he, when they, they just came on holiday to Byron Bay, mum was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not really sure about this place. And mm-hmm. dad was like, oh, I love this place. Let's move in. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty much set in stone from like the 90s. Dad was like, I want to live here one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, sorry, that was just my phone. No, you, no, um, that was no problem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so came in the 90s, dad, and then he was like, yeah, I want to move here one day. And um, we lived actually around Bondi for 17 years. Um, I grew mm-hmm. up there, went to school around the eastern suburbs and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. Emmanuel, Vaucluse, and then, um, yeah, finished my last year of high school here and been here ever since. So, yeah. Yeah. So what, was the, what would you say was the big difference from like going to like a Jewish school and I've spoken to, you know, um, friends of ours who have like told me different perspectives of like yeah. how, you know, there was different challenges and I won't go into detail, but how was that? And then going and moving and doing, do, starting a school environment for, the, for that year. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, for me, I guess for some people it would be a crazy transition. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, I guess I was pretty, I was kind of on the verge of like, I wasn't really liking school at all. Um, it's yeah. like every, probably most people weren't liking school. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like probably, yeah, year 11. Um, I was coming towards the end of it and I was going to TAFE um, in the school with my mate Zach and stuff. We would walk there um, mm-hmm. every day. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I think the biggest transition, I was kind of just keen to get out of Sydney and maybe just like get away from that kind of, um, yeah, bad crowd I, I didn't have the best year group uh sorry if any of you are watching this yeah but um yeah no but so yeah i i just didn't really fit into the year group i don't think and um so i think for me it was actually quite an easy change to make um easy mm-hmm. transition because i came here and a lot of i guess especially five years ago um wasn't as trendy as it was now um byron bay yeah. and um, there was a lot more appreciation like for art and there was just a much more laid back cruisier kind of town um, feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for me, it wasn't so hard and uh, yeah, I thought it was actually probably the greatest move to have in for 17 to 18 year old. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, one thing I've just thought of right now. Yeah. So the Byron kids for schoolies, do they go to Byron? <laughs> See, that's a <laughs> that's a good one. We, we, yeah, look, look. Um, it depends sometimes. So what actually happens with a lot of kids in Byron is um, depending on like the crowd. I had a lot of my mates um, or people in my year um, went to Bali for schoolies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Bali's a big destination or surfers mm-hmm. paradise. So. But mm-hmm. yeah, there there are a lot of people who just stay around because obviously oh, really? there's a lot of nice looking uh, ladies um, oh, when you're 18. Mate. Yeah, oh, mate, of course. On of the course. loose, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, they're all on the loose, especially <laughs> in Byron. You wonder why every city kid goes there yeah, yeah, yeah. every New Year's. That's like, yeah. mate, I don't know how many people that I've known that just gone up there. And then yeah. every COVID. Yeah. Did you get it in COVID? The COVID? No, I, I, I got lucky. Hey, um, yeah. I recently with the Blues Fest, I'm actually certain I got it because I went to the Blues Festival, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. that um, annual. Um, we hadn't actually had it in like three years, yeah, or two yeah. years. So um, we had it for the first first time in three years. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I didn't test because uh, my boss was actually like, oh, get a rat test. And I said, after two years of this shit, I said, no way, I'm not getting a rat test. Yeah, fair enough. So I just mate. told him, mate, I'd rather just come into work later. But that was like my nice way of telling, him, like, f off. I'm not getting a rat test. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's um, uh, definitely. I think I got the good old uh, C C19. Oh, mate, fucking yeah. like everybody else. Oh, you're good. See, most people don't know this. So you can't say that on right. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, right. I mean, I so I don't make money. I don't make money on this, but yeah, but like that's funny. But now here we go. We've transitioned well here. So going yeah, yeah. to YouTube. So how did this? How did all the content creation stuff? Because I've looked. At, I've gone and I looked at your Instagram. There's yeah. a bit of stalking. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, but you've been here for you know some time. It looks like it. So did that all start with the music and then transition to the surfboarding stuff? Surfing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, kind of with YouTube, I guess, and like just mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of started like I guess like even since since I was like probably in year nine 2015 yeah. um just when i was yeah around 15 years of age um just started uploading some like covers to youtube and like at 16 around i got like some um audio equipment and got super stoked and started just mucking around with garage band and yeah, doing yeah, some yeah. stuff like that put on put out some really uh cringy uh stuff as well which i mm-hmm. learned learnt my lessons from which only way to learn is make mistakes yeah, exactly um, so yeah no it kind of just started from there onwards um how it transitioned into kind of like the board reviews and everything was mm-hmm. just seen throughout covid i was um kind of just like realizing fuck what's going on now you know um yeah kind of like we're sitting here like sitting ducks and just waiting for like like i don't know if it's like it was kind of like a political thing but we're waiting for like this whatever government to say oh yeah we're all free to go outside but I don't know mm-hmm. how, yeah, I don't know how it happened, but that's another topic. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess um, yeah, it kind of just evolved from that, like just kind of having not much to do. Um, the main reason was going into a lot of um surfboard shops and asking what they think of boards and all this stuff, and they'll give me recommendations that didn't really work, and mm-hmm. um, because well, you kind of learn as a salesman how to sell things, and it's not as pretty yeah. as it looks on the outside. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of videos and yeah, you go quite into detail. Like, yeah. I'm not, my brother used to surf, so, so I know right. like, a couple of things. Like I know, uh, Red, was it the, the chili board or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that and I, and I, and I, I think I, what, yeah, I was watching a couple of your videos and yeah, you go quite into detail. Is, do you have like a certain um, 
a certain procedure like you follow. So maybe you'll review, uh, you'll review like uh, that, like a chili board. Is that, yeah. is that a thing? So you review a chili board. Do you have like, okay, how it serves the traction for your feet and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much like how it surfs, uh, dive yeah. into like really like the scientific details of the board. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess cause it's early stages. I'm still trying to figure out like what people gel with, but it's, it's really hard to know. Um, but I yeah. think most importantly, it's just discussing to the viewer how it actually went underfoot and what, mm-hmm. what before they buy. Um, cause a lot of the time, like a good surfboard makes you surfing and t- makes you have way more fun, but a bad surfboard can really put you in a, very bad headspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's one, one thing I wanted to know was where all these surfboards come from. Jeez, uh, not, I, I know that they are not cheap. But no, no. That, so, yeah, it can it can vary. So, what I did was what what's been complicated recently was actually through marketplace. I used to buy a lot through marketplace and yeah. would make a bit of profit. But um, recently, because of COVID and the um, the wages like earned and stuff. Um, pe- obviously people are being more cautious with their money and, um, yeah, of course. they're spending. So, um, yeah. So kind of most of the boards come from like, if I, I see like a few boards reviewed, someone buys it, it's in like kind of good, con- good condition with few like minor pressure dings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just make a, whatever it's on marketplace for either like low ball slightly or, make the same mm. offer depending on what I think the board's worth. Um, mm. And then I go, go pick it up or I just go to say, go to the second hand rack off shops. So a lot of my continuation has been either of making profits, reselling the boards, um, which was working kind of six months ago, but now it's kind of been a bit more difficult, but mm. um, also cause I work at the surf shop now, I get uh, 35% off boards oh, okay. and accessories. So it makes the kind of process a lot easier now. Mm-hmm. yeah that's good that's good and when did you was the surfing were you doing that when you're back in sydney or is that just a buyer thing um, started? I, I did it in sydney so i actually yeah. i started surfing when i was like 10 um oh, but then ages now yeah, yeah but i but i went on and off with it because just because i played football as well so i was on and off yeah, but yeah. It, it wasn't until i was 13 or 14 when i got so two really bad knee injuries playing soccer um Shit. so i was actually so i was just like a sitting duck in school and just watching kids play sport it was really depressing for like like a year maybe longer like two years because i knew yeah. if i just like ran um my knee was just going to give out of me because i had a cartilage issue um yeah, yeah. yeah some oh, horrible meniscus yeah issue so what mm-hmm. the cartilage does is like when you're moving your knee it's the thing that slides and keeps the so if your cartilage is damaged what happens is your knee gets caught yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so it can't do bending motions and stuff um mm-hmm. So yeah, I, was, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, how it came about with like my knee was stuffed and all that. And then when I was 13, 14, started surfing a lot more because surfing's less impactful on the knees than um, yeah. sports like soccer and tennis, even though some people are like, oh, but I've seen guys in the surf do all these maneuvers. It must be sore from the knees, but I haven't had any problems since I've just been surfing and stuff. So oh, um, yeah. Lucky man, mate, my boss will create so many injuries. I've got more injuries at playing basketball than right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know all about that. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, do you have like when you when you're doing your social media and stuff? Do you um, what like do you, what are your goals with the social media and stuff like at the moment? See, that's a that's actually a really interesting question because I feel like I feel like now I'm like almost like kind of 
I'm still on social media, but I'm a bit more antier than stuff. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, in terms, I mean, I mean, it's just like the bullshit of like, is it, in, it depend. It depends on like if it's stuff like, for example, like what you're doing. It's good because you're really getting to know people and like go to mm-hmm. depth about um, mm-hmm. just like different people and like go um, go into depth about how they feel and like what they're feeling and go into mental health and all this stuff. So when it's used positively and applied positively, it's much more effective. But I feel like when it's like a lot of the time, like you have like these people, like for example, if I wasn't a musician or I didn't have something to promote, um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be on social media and I'm not, I'm not trying to say, Oh, people shouldn't be on social media. But for me, it's like, it's always, it's always like the validation trying to rub, rub something in someone else's face, like on a pedestal level, you know? like exactly. a hierarchy, like, oh, if I have more numbers or, um, you know, even besides that, like, oh, I mean, like a big example is like what's happened in Byron Bay in the last two years. Like when, yeah. when people come on holiday to Byron Bay, um, and they're, they're like in on holiday and they're posting every location and they're like, oh, I love this place. I could live here forever. Where it's like three, I mean, two years ago, people used to come here three years ago and they'd be like, oh yeah, but there's not much to do. But as soon as it got a trend to it, then people are like, oh, I want to live here. And this is like, a, oh, I'm going to miss you, Byron. And, but it's almost like rubbing in people's faces or like either because either they don't feel good about themselves or it's like, you know, or it's like, oh, I'm going to miss you. You've changed. I don't, it's, it's really mine. It's too, it's too much complication to it, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. No, you, yeah. you broke that down really nicely. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing with this. Like I've always, I've similar to you, I've loved posting on social media and yeah, yeah. for a long time. But with this podcast, I wanted to, I thought more of like being like a TED talk style as in, yeah. I want to learn more about you, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Hey, Jake surfs, he sings, but why does he do it? And like, what, what inspires him to do it? Yeah. What, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, that was a big thing. And now I'm actually happy you rose that point. Um, yeah. but the big thing with that is, um, especially music, I shouldn't really get as much in surfing. If there is a hate comment or there's something that that's, you know, negatively post, how do you react to that? And how do you, I need to continue to keep making music and yeah. keep making your surfing videos. Yeah. So actually, I mean, it do, it actually hasn't happened so much with music. Really? Um, it had it has a couple times with yeah. like just like um, just like certain things and certain issues that happened, but like not really so much with music. But it happened recently on one of my board review channel the channels. There's um there's this board I reviewed and it got really like people like oh it's stab in the dark, which is like kind of like the biggest like publishing um, thing in surfing, like the biggest article publisher. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like the corporation. They're like, they're just like a huge, like kind of brand in surfing. So they pretty much run surfing in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all the, they're like the biggest, easily the biggest like um, surf writers, uh, bloggers, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do this series called stab in the dark where they take one professional surfer and they put him, um, they give him like 20 boards and then that surfer decides a pro surfer, which board is the best board, um, mm-hmm. best short board he rode in the whole comp. Um, so the one that won two, I think it was two years ago now. Um, mm-hmm. So Taj Burrow declared this like new brand. It's not a new brand, but it's been around for a while, Sharpie. And then mm-hmm. I did a review on it. Um, just in first impressions. And I, I surfed it like three times. It's like, oh, this is like going to be a good board and all that. And, um, yeah, the first few times I surfed it, I was surfing it and I was like, 
yeah, there's not really much, nothing, nothing special going on in this board, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Like I could, I could go two ways. Um, and obviously it's hard because sometimes when you, you put like a shop involved or whatever you buy from a store, you want to help support your mates. But um, I think honesty is always the best policy, but not being too brutal, brutally honest. Um, yeah. In that review, in that first impressions, I said like how the board was overhyped and I didn't really have it in a malicious way. I just kind of said how I thought. Yeah. And what I felt because like that's my job is you know to to be as honest as possible without trying to you know suck up to kind of all the companies and all that stuff um but yeah I, I kind of just said it was overhyped and then I got this comment and the first thing like the guy was just like I don't know if he went at me or something he's like oh yeah maybe your surfing's like at a beginner level and stuff and I'm just like you it's <laughs> mate yeah. <laughs> and I was Brutal. just like, oh, what a dickhead, you know? So, yeah, and then I was thinking, hell. I was like, oh, mate, you know, each preference, it's all, it's just all preference at first. Cause I'm like, yeah, you probably shut up after that. Um, and I was having a particularly bad day this one day. <laughs> and he said, I was, I can't remember. I was on the toilet or something. And I just read this comment and I had to go somewhere. And I was reading this comment and he said, oh, like, you know, something like he was really just being horror, like really horrible in the comments, which mm-hmm. you don't take to heart as probably as content creators, we know you don't really like in life. If someone you're not going to, not everyone's nice. Most people are nice, but there's some people that are just bad eggs and you can't mm-hmm. change them. So, uh, or they're just taking the piss or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was putting in the comments like, Oh, like beginner, like just roasting, like all it, just saying like the most horrible things like your, it shows like your, your surfer that needs to be on a longboard because like, these style of surfboards don't work for you. And I just, I, I just went, I just gave it to him from there. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause I was just, I was just at a point where I was like, yeah, how much like, you know, one day, like it was during like some time and I was just in a headspace. And I was just like, it was like this epiphany. It was like, well, yeah, one day we're going to die. And if we don't say the things we wanted to say, cause sometimes getting it off your chest, there's a difference between overreacting, but getting something off your chest. And I just said, uh, mate, get off my channel, you keyboard warrior or something. <laughs> <laughs> like was- Mate, you're, gonna, you're gonna get it uh, that's i'm surprised you haven't got it in music because like i know i know the industry is tough and, you know mm. hearing from like you know hearing from friends and who are like trying to get in the industry and here and i'm hearing from friends that want to get it and i'm just like you just hear it especially these higher ups but especially if you're like an indie or a little smaller artist that's yeah. trying to work these craft yeah honestly i'm a bit surprised with that yeah yeah so um with the with the surfing, if you had to right now, so how many how many videos, how many board reviews do you reckon you've done? Give me a number. Probably, well, I'm just trying to think of the episodes. Yeah. Probably, maybe t- close to twenty now, maybe 20. nineteen. But like in terms of if you count, because I do I do a series called the First Impressions. Yeah. Um. So I, I dive into like um kind of like what my first thoughts on the board. So after like three yeah. or four surfs, I go, this is what I think so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's probably like around like 2023 20, or something now, mm-hmm. but episodes in total is probably only like 18 or 19, 18. but I'll have to double check. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Well now yeah, I'll ask this, I'll ask the question that's yeah. came to my head. That question is, um, so what is, so you have, so you got your series and so, um, what, what is, so what's in the video? So what's in it? So let's say, um, the recent episode 16. Yeah. So what what are you doing with that video? Are you like breaking down the board? Are you um you giving your thoughts at the end? Like how what's 
Just give me a regular video of what that will be like. Episode, so if, like every episode we, like there's a formula I follow, but I got a bit kind of off. I feel like sometimes like probably, as you know, as a content creator, you can fall off the ball in some things or if you keep yeah. it to the same, you're like, fuck, this is boring. Let's, let's do something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, usually an episode consists of like, breaking down how tough the board is. So the blank. So what the company has provided to the store and how many surfs have you had and how does the board look after how many surfs you've had? So I give mm-hmm. that a rating out of 10, um, dive into concaves of a board, which is like the back of a board. So like yeah. just a different, like single concaves, double, just, it's just water, how water flows through the back of the board. Um, yeah, there's rails. Uh, that was a new one. Cause I, I didn't know much about rails before I started. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of just learning on the job, but um, yeah, rocker, which is like how how flat the board is or how high high the um board is on either side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, we got some wind. We got some wind in the yeah, background here from yeah, also from say, a lot. We've had that? some yeah. mate, some terrible weather. Do you want me to? Oh, do you really? want me to shut it? I can shut it. It'll be a bit. No, no, mate. You're good. Sure? You're good. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, so um, yeah, it's just it's just diving into like wave range as well like because some some boards market themselves like there was one called recently called which i picked up called the js zero and it's mm-hmm. they're like oh the perfect board perfect thruster board for zero to four foot surf and i took it out in like geez, i don't know it wasn't even it was like small so i was like yeah i'll give it a test and i wrote it in like one foot like on a beach break and it was actually a bit big it was probably two and i was mm-hmm. like far out this thing's not even paddling onto the waves that well <laughs> So there's, there's there's some things that you like it doesn't mean they're bad boards but it can mean just like the like every company has a board that's not as good as their previous board if that makes mm-hmm. sense so yeah, yeah of course it's dive, diving uh, i think the most important thing is how does it feel is it like tight is it is it loose like as you said earlier like what had the traction and um yeah yeah, yeah yeah like but importantly yeah the tail shape also makes a difference so yeah well sick 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 and um uh far out and i will um what's that okay i said that um uh, i've just said it's always happening lose my train of thought um mate we all do eh? i know i know um yeah but with that so you have so you have you you said you had so you got your regular episodes you have your, your uh, first impressions and yeah. um, i saw this new thing the a couple clips it was it was it looked like you and a mate what was um oh the the one it looked like you on a zoom or something as well yeah 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 i was having a look at you i was ha- i was having a look at it this morning yep what yeah. so what was that new series is this a new series you're like gonna start and i'm going to youtube channel now yeah, yeah no no yeah yeah so what it is pretty much is like i have a, a lot of the time in my bloopers which is like just things that i haven't used or whatever um, yeah, yeah there's there's some things where especially that's my good mate from mine um good mate of mine isaac from sydney um yeah yeah so he was we were breaking down like the chili uh volume two board and uh, he had like the golden gate bridge in the background and i thought this is too gold to tell him uh, not such mm-hmm. like change your change your background but i feel like he did it because of his lighting um mm-hmm. in his room or because it was a bit dark and um yeah no so yeah i guess the um the like the biggest idea with that was to kind of take all the bloopers that we're using and like whatever's like kind of valuable information to do. Sometimes I do like, oh yeah, I'm doing a part one series and then it just never comes off or like two years later, it's like, oh yeah, we're doing the series again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's in the bloopers category. 
um, generally, but yeah, no, we, I just thought like whatever information doesn't get used is still content, you know? So I don't, I don't ever be like, Oh, delete that. I always copy and paste it, put it in a bloopers category, then delete it from the main thing and then use it for later. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the idea of like doing that kind of, um, series is like just whatever. And then, um, evaluate, evaluate on them like later on and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Have you thought about asking like any professional surfers about, you know, collabing or anything? Yeah. I, I think it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a tough one with the YouTube thing because I mean, there are some professional surfers and companies that are like, I mean, it's good, always good promotion to review a board, but then some are probably like, oh fuck, he's going to say, if he says some shit about the board, it's just going to like, I know one, there's one reviewer in, um, in uh, America, his name's Noel Salas and he's like surf and show. And he's like this bald dude in America, but he dives so deep into the boards. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, like he did one on the J, one of the JS boards. And mm-hmm. um, I can tell you for sure that, uh, I don't know, in America, definitely the sales would have limited um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. He, he didn't, he said, oh, I've tested these things and it still feels too stiff. I wouldn't put this board in like one, they say one six foot. I wouldn't put this foot in like one, I wouldn't put this board in like one foot, one two foot at all or two foot waves at all and you're like fuck he's really going hard at it but then he lost out because obviously if you're too brutally honest um then obviously you can lose out so js mm-hmm. haven't really given him any more boards oh really uh, yeah, yeah so Brutal. i guess like yeah back to the question if you ask pro surfers um to be interviewed i mean i can i bet i'd rather more do it like even one time i saw i don't know if you've heard of matt wilkinson yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so the, the Aussie pro surfer. So yeah, yeah. he's he's originally from I think Avoca, and he actually grew up around Bondi a little bit, and then moved back to the Central Coast, and he's been living up here for like eight years or seven years or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's been off the tour for quite a bit. Um, I see. Like we've seen, I've seen him in in the car park a bit, but I guess I don't want to treat them like almost like I. Oh, it's always it doesn't hurt to ask, but I mean I don't want to treat them like uh proper celebrities and in, in a sense and also like i don't know like it depends who you're dealing with because some people would be like oh i want to pay i want this much money or like and then you're like as a content creator you need to work out whether i mean some pro surfers would be nice it's just people but um yeah i guess i i will ask eventually but um yeah mm-hmm. i think I, I want a bit more of a of a name to me you know in terms of like build my following up a bit and yeah. um and then have a bit of an audience and then be like, oh, we're going to ask uh, this guy to come on or whatever. That would be cool eventually to do a different yeah. mini series. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That's one thing about, you know, it would be good if we, you know, us smaller creators made some yeah. money even for having, you know, getting in a couple hundred views or yeah, yeah. thousand views from your view. I see your views of, you know, a couple of videos that have got yeah. a couple thousand views, which, yep. you know, that's obviously because of how good you're reviewing the boards and stuff. So yeah. well done for that. Thanks, man. Um, Cheers. No, it's all right. No problem. Yeah. But do you have a dream, you know, dream club? So may I say maybe you're reviewing, um, not actually, you're not even a, a dream video that you can dream surfing video. So maybe it's a video of you surfing with a surfer. Yeah. For example, do you have a dream oh, person yeah, you yeah. do that with? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Um, there's actually, base? there's a guy, um, I don't know if you heard of um, Oki, Mark Ocalupo. Yeah, it sounds familiar. From yeah. from the nineties. So he was um he was a pro surfer who um he actually he was on the tour in the eighties and yeah. then 
uh, I don't know if he was like five years in, he was like 16 when he got on the tour. So he's pretty young oh, traveling young. around the world. And um, obviously in those days and stuff and still happens, but um, some people get caught in the partying scene and, and especially in, it was really loose to be on the surfing circuit in those days. And like yeah. even the football scene and everything, it was like people just used to go drink heavily after they won games and there wasn't really uh, much much knowledge on like diet and gut gut health and all that stuff and yeah, yeah, how, to, cool. how sleep bad sleep routine can affect your mental well-being and all that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway, long story short is like five yeah, years into the um, tour, he got to like, I think he was like maybe six years, five years. And he was on, he was, he left in like, at the age of like 21 or something. And he like became like a couch potato because he got really like depressed and stuff. Yeah. I'd say he was off. He actually, he would have been off a tour for cheese. Like he would have been seven years just sitting on the couch and he went to eat fried chicken, like in the down the road and pick it up and then bring it back to his house, fried chicken and chips every day. And he just sat on the lay on the couch for like about six, five or five to seven years. And oh, then he was, hell. Yeah. And then every now and again, and he was like the best surfer of that generation in the nineties, probably like top three. And like, people are just like, Oh, he's just like, they didn't really want to say they're like, Oh yeah, he's just having this or that because it was like embarrassing in those days. Um, mm-hmm. And then in 1999, he, he got back in shape like two years before. Mm-hmm. And I think in 19, maybe 99, I think 1999, he, um, he won the world, he won the world tour. Really? At like 30, I think he was, he would have been like, yeah, he would have been early 30s, 32 or something, 33. Not sure exactly mm-hmm. what age, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be a person I'd want to surf with because he's still like, he's just like, he's a bit of a character and stuff. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think just someone who you can really, because I read the book and stuff and it would like really transform my perspective on like kind of how to deal with mental health, when to get the help, uh, what mm-hmm. to do for yourself. So just reading, I guess, like reading that book would be that would be the one person I'd uh, want to surf with. Mm-hmm. And with with mental health, um, we don't have to go too deep into it. But um, yeah, yeah. When you when you're not like when you're not when you when you know when you're not feeling you're feeling like yourself, and what do you like to do? Like what uh, we, we go for a surf or something yeah. or yeah, is pretty, that best thing to clear your mind. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah, probably just go, just spend spend a bit of time like sitting with the thoughts and feelings um yeah, yeah and then more just so accepting them mm-hmm. and then also just going for surf but also practicing what i've tried to implement every day is um practice three things i'm grateful for so like um oh wow, any, that's, yeah that's any, really cool anything around me so it's like even like there's a lot of moments where in life i think things can be good things can happen or like bad things everything can happen you know um but we take as humans, we take the bad more than the good. So mm-hmm. I guess the biggest thing is implementing like just like three things every day you're grateful for. And if you can, um, yeah, if you can like kind of top the list, you know, you can make more and more. You just find like you're thinking more positively because like a lot of people get caught in the negative trap of like um, too much stress or, and also just like you're even realizing like if you have a day where, you're not even performing your best, which happens a lot, you know, um, just to be like, you did the best you could anyway, you know, not be like, Oh shit, I did so shit that day. Or, um, just be more like kind of grateful that you did it and like give yourself a nudge, like uh positive, positively like encourage yourself, you know, give yourself mm-hmm. like good feedback. Um, and yeah, so 
I guess also another thing would be surround yourself with good people. That's really, that's a key factor. Like, cause if you're, you have some shallow or like just judgmental people that don't understand you, um, then that's a, that's not a good, like, that's not a good healthy relationship in any sense. If it's a friendship or whatever it is, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So just have good people around you that, uh, support you and love you no matter what. And then, yeah, just keep Mm -hmm. practicing gratitude. Great points, great points. Everybody listen out to those and yeah. maybe use them yourself if you're up to you. Um, yeah, but moving on. So let's talk about, you know, the music. So how did how did, how did did the music journey start? Was this something you did in school or was it just something you enjoyed to do? Yeah, so the, the music kind of started, I've, I've kind of grown up in quite a musical family. Cool. Um, my mum was like a dance teacher and she sang a bit um, when she was younger and stuff. Didn't really pursue it. Um, as a career, but she, she did become a dance teacher and taught that for many years, but then obviously had my brother and then, uh, things kind of changed. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she didn't have as much time to do the dance school. So she sold it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So she did that for probably 20 years or so. Um, so she did that quite a bit and dad, dad was, dad did, um, dad did the, uh, the Navy in Israel for a bit. And then he was a bit entrepreneurial and stuff, but he always liked to play, um, music. And stuff like mm-hmm. just pick up the guitar and like uh quite quite eccentric my dad so he likes to do like quirky things he likes to like he's busy like he's got these like knives and uh he makes kombucha from scratch and sourdough so he did that for <laughs> a bit but then he found he was too much eating too much bread so he kind of backed off a bit <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah i guess like that's the musical journey kind of started and then my brother's also um a full-time singer songwriter as well so oh, he really? plays, yeah, he's been playing for, geez, probably like 12 years now or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just music across the country. So yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Again. And how would you best describe like your musical style? I guess. Oh, it's, it's tricky at the moment. It's leaning to more towards more. It's still seen a songwriter um, yeah. just because it's not like most of, especially all those, all the songs on my first EP and my new song, like I didn't, get any assistance like writing them um so yeah i guess like music style would probably be like indie rock um or like seen a songwriter yeah i wouldn't put it in like the indie folk category but there's some folky stuff but yeah it's kind of more like indie rock now i i reckon yeah Mm -hmm. and um with the music did you um what what gets you in the right like what gets you the place so yeah looking at um uh, I had to listen to your um, recent one. No, tell me uh, Daytona. Yeah. So what what went into that? So do you go into a room and just start writing stuff, and then yeah, you play with beats or wait? Do you make your beats? Actually? I do. Yeah, yeah. I made the, you make yeah. beats. Yeah, yeah. So what goes into what goes into that? You just to hear the beat, and then you start yeah. writing, or what's yeah. The so with I mean, I mean, with Daytona, for example, it was like kind of like this. Uh, it, it happened after a bit of a hiatus, you know, like I, I don't think I'd released uh, music for a little while. So um, with Daytona, I decided like I wanted to come out with something a bit more fresh and uh, but I was kind of debating between like whether it was too, it was too like kind of different or like it wasn't good enough yet or, and like, but then I was like, fuck, it doesn't need to be perfect. That's kind of the sound it's going for. Um, yeah. So kind of, I guess what went into making it was just like, I kind of, I can't remember when I wrote it, but it was, it was during a, I think it was during a, I wrote it. It was actually maybe 
like I can't remember, but I was like I was out one night at the beach, like one of the I think it's the beach hotel, um, just in Byron or whatever. Mm. And I was just like I had a few to drink, and then I was like I was like kind right. of like I felt the that the alcohol wasn't good for me, so I've, I've actually I haven't really had a drink since November. Really? Um, yeah. Wow, that's big. That's big. Yeah. I yeah. yeah thanks, man. Yes, yeah, so. Because I'm the opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, but each their own, you know. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's exactly. a thing to enjoy if you're. It's just, I guess, like yeah. I felt like, especially, I feel like if you, it can be a weird thing because if you drink in a um, different environment, like if you drink like in an environment that you're more comfortable in, it can change yeah. like the way the effects the effects it has on you the next day. As opposed yeah. to if you drink in a in an environment where you feel a bit like uncomfortable, but obviously sometimes like a drink can get you on the dance floor with a nice looking lady. So it's uh, <laughs> yeah. or or she or yeah, it's like so it's it just depends. But um, yeah, no, I just pull you over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just grab yank you by the arm and go. You're coming with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, too funny. So. Mm. It was just kind of, I guess, like the son idea came. I don't remember if it was like three days after that, but it was just like kind of like singing a song about getting like feeling like it was weird because I was like, oh, I'm getting out the house, but I'm doing maybe I'm not doing the thing that's good for me to get out the house, but maybe I am, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. D- Daytona was about like debating those two feelings of like mm-hmm. kind of, and then what in, went into making it was just like, it's like, oh, I want to make this like kind of, I guess, like, especially instrumentally, I want to make this like someone feel something, you know? So like, mm-hmm. even when I recorded the electric guitars, I wanted to make it like, I think it was one take or two takes or whatever it was, but I wanted it to be like, even if it wasn't like, I don't know what the idea of perfect is, but I just wanted feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of, I mean, making Daytona, I, I don't remember when I started writing it, but I do remember it after that one night out at the at the pub and i was just like yeah it it just felt like it came like naturally after that over time yeah and um yeah when making when making music do you do you feel like um are most your songs based on stories or past experiences are you like really like i've spoken to other musicians on this uh on the podcast and i've asked about like storytelling do you picture something and then start writing the lines and you know, do you with that song? Are you thinking that's um, like with a video attached? If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I, I think more with I guess with songwriting and stuff, especially what goes into my music is like a lot of it. More recently, I guess it's also maturity, but it's always something that you know you want to discuss. What do you want to get across to the who, whoever's listening to it? Or but I feel like mainly I almost just do it for myself. Like, what do I want to get out of? my system mm-hmm. that I'm trying to understand, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess when I'm, when I am songwriting, um, yeah, it's mainly, it's kind of goes in a pattern of sometimes I record over voice memos. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. if it's like a guitar riff or like just a chord, usually how I write is like I straight away go into it, like with a something in my head or line. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the line I want. And then, but if it feels like, it doesn't fit exactly, which is very rare for me because I'm not that fussy in terms of lyrics. So yeah. I don't really, a lot of artists have a thing where they struggle with writer's block, but yeah, that yeah, for, yeah. for me that, I don't know, at least for two years or whatever, 
not two years, but maybe a year, it hasn't really been a thing because I believe whatever comes out is like what's there. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you can, if you don't like certain aspects, you can tweak it a bit, but you don't have to go crazy about it because a lot of um, people, especially content creators and artists, they, they store content based on what they're perceiving and what they view. Whereas yeah. actual reality, it's actually sometimes just, um, you just need to do, do what you're doing before. Um, okay. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just like, it flows from voice memos to then the lyrics come and then kind of just, you know, hooray, hooray. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what guys didn't do, like, um, obviously spoke of that song, but others, uh, as I said, you, your AP and then, I just, yeah. again, uh, looking at Spotify, a song called She's Gay, which uh, I would love to hear the story about that. Yeah. Um, after as well. Um, yeah, what goes into writing your own songs and, uh, yeah, tell tell the world. Yeah, so, yeah, writing, writing my songs is, I think, the formula for, because obviously, like, what I want to do as a, like, my main career is, like, always being, like, I want to write songs for other artists. Well, it was, but like, sometimes you're like, fuck, like, do you actually really want to do that? Or is it just like the commercialism? Like you could be, what do you define as success? So I guess what goes into songwriting um, is more so kind of, you have a, the start of the story, what you want to convey and then how you want to finish it. Where does the story end, you know, or like, how does it end? Does it end like, just like with, are you still questioning or is it like, uh, is it like solved or, is it not solved or will it ever be solved? So some of my songs are like, um, some of the songs I haven't released. I've been like, yeah, it's not like the, nothing changes. Like one of the, one of the songs I wrote, how like a change is going to come, a change may never come. And then a change will never come. So there's like a, it's like getting negative, 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 and then maybe realism, you know? Yeah. 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 So like there's the, it just depends on the pattern, but yeah. So, and like, I guess, Ask, answering your question about the she's gay song was yeah. I, I don't want to mention who it is but um one of I'm my favorite someone yeah 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 uh, it's actually funny. it's actually about uh that victoria's secret model now <laughs> it's actually that um uh, you know who you are yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you are come out come out um shout out to um uh yeah <laughs> just completely expose it no but i think i think it was more it's funny that song what was cool about that song was that was a voice memo take the song so when i release it even though i i have to be honest it's not my best line of work um but yeah because like i just find like i listen to it now i'm like yeah for not really something i still like it like but i'm like no it's not like that amazing to me but um but yeah it was just about a friend of mine who's obviously a female um, was to, like may, maybe she she was like gay or maybe she wasn't but she was debating between whether she was or she wasn't or she was somewhere in between you know and I think I think for a lot of for some youth um, that's that's been a bit of a I guess like for some people growing up that's that's always been a challenge for some individuals like you know in school oh, yeah. like and stuff um, that's why it's also very important for I guess people to be very uh, accepting of other people because everyone's so different. And um, yeah, of course. Yes. So I guess like I just kind of wrote a song like about how some people are like kind of this, and maybe it wasn't fully about her, but it was like she was like the reference. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was kind of it was kind of about like 
her just being like maybe feeling like that was such a burden because yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean the story is I kind of watched her and she was like oh yeah I have this knee injury and like there was, her mum was like saying oh yeah you know she's got this knee injury and stuff and I think like if maybe if people were a bit more accepting and maybe if she was able to be more honest to the situation which is hard when you're growing up I know for some people yeah. um but yeah it could have it could have been a very um different like maybe a different story but I think there's some lines in like the song like you know just like like uh, something like the yellow door like the even though it was one take so it's like even trying to figure out some songs I'm like what are they about like so some of those songs especially on the first record I'm like what is it actually about you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah no it's just about I guess like the, the song came from like that idea of like being like sticking up for a friend yeah, and being, yeah, like yeah. just like saying what could what could happen if people aren't accepting you know yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have other songs like that when you like talk about issues or like, well, yeah. As in, you've talked, you talked about like uh, the Detona, which is like you, you decided not to drink and they talk about, yeah. you know, people not being them, people not being themselves, sort of. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Like, she's, she's gay. Some people, any other songs that are in the works or that you've released as well that are similar to that? Yeah. Um, well, one of the, one, one of the other songs that I've, I'll say one that's in the works is, um, one of, but I'll say, I'll actually say a couple, but, um, one of the ones of my last EP was called running bus. And it was mm-hmm. like, kind of, it had a bit of randomness, like of like, just like thoughts going everywhere, but you're thinking about other things, but then you're not solving an issue. But one mm-hmm. of the lines I said, I think my brother's got a secret lot, secret crush or something like for an undercover secret life. Like, cause I felt like my brother was like, holding a lot of things inside, like yeah. during like a period in his life where it was like, let me in, let me know what's going on. So I just like, I think sometimes the best way to do it is like through music. And he's like, oh yeah. And he, and he listened to it. And I was like, one of those things where he's like, oh shit, he's like, I like this song. <laughs> it, was <laughs> like, it was like an interesting thing, but like um, another one, I guess like a newer one I'm working on is like kind of, about like it's called this love and it's like it's also got that same like daytona rocky but like even like grungy almost um yeah. but it's kind of about like how this one girl in my life i was like hanging out with a lot and like it felt it felt really toxic but i kept running back to it so mm-hmm. it's a theme of like discussing like it's like almost like up it's like uplifting because you're like getting the feelings out but then you're like you keep running back to the bad the person that's no good for you. So it's like, yeah, it's like yeah, a wake yeah. up call song almost. Um, mm-hmm. And like, it's on a theme of like, it's, it's going to be all like, I mean, in Daytona, I'm walking with pajamas out on the street. And then like, mm-hmm. and then like in this next song, this love is going to be like, it's just running out to like, cause you're running for help, you know? So it's like that kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, you're <laughs> No, no, man, all good, man. My, my apologies. Um, <laughs> when releasing music, do you have like a um, do you have like a releasing strategy? We like post the uh, release songs at like certain times, like yeah. mode, certain months in advance. Do you um, do you have anything like that that you do? Yeah. So what's interesting is like normally I do like a bit of promotion plan. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this, do that. Um, mm-hmm. But for this particular Daytona song, I just wanted to see like just releasing it, how it would go, you know, just like not mm. really putting much out, just putting very, cause I didn't want to like, sometimes like you give a bit of a song away, but I felt like I didn't want to give too much away. I wanted people yeah. to go and listen to the song. 
Um, so yeah, so I guess my strategy is more just like when I promote it is like at this, like normally it's like, oh yeah, put the Instagram boost ad because then you can get some new listeners and stuff and everything might like, you know, eventuate into that. Um, but yeah. my, my biggest plan was in this, in this particular release to see how it'd go if I just like put it out, like without yeah. promotion, without anything, how many people are going to listen. And I guess it has been a bit lower than I expected, but I guess I'm not really putting, I'm not like, oh shit. Cause like I've heard some good feedback and that's all I want people to like, I'm not, I'm not even looking like sometimes people will be like, oh, that's an awesome song. Well, they'll be like, oh, I don't quite like that song. Part of like the fee- feedback I want is like, did I do the best I could on it? And that's all that matters for me. Yeah. Yeah. Did I put my heart and soul into it? And if I did, and I did, like, I felt like with Daytona, I was going to re- re-record some vocals, but I felt like there was no more I could do because I was just like, it was almost like the emotion had been put into the song and that was it. Yeah. 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 And do you do when releasing like Spotify, for example, do you try to get in those Spotify, um, the playlists? Is that like something you want to do or are you trying to do at the moment? Yeah, I think, I think, I guess as, as an artist, you do want to try get onto those playlists because they can like grow your listenership, like keeps. Um, mm-hmm. But Spotify is a very kind of like, um, it's a hard, it's a hard thing, obviously, as you said, in like this, these industries is like, they make it very industry-like. So like, yeah. I remember I spoke to like this one lady who put like, cause there's always people who put songs on the playlist. I spoke to this one lady who like normally puts my songs like in the indie. It's like, oh yeah, no, but it's not the sound like, uh, not with uh, Daytona, but with the previous one. I was like, oh, could you put this on? She's like, oh, I like it, but it's not the sound I'm looking for. And I was kind of like in my head, I was like, well, maybe it's just a bit of a different sound, but that doesn't mean it's like each their own. I can't just go, oh, some random person from, I don't know, overseas. I can't be like, oh yeah, put that song out or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, I have to be careful. But um, yeah, in terms of, I guess like, yeah, putting putting all that music out and like trying to get onto playlists is much more difficult. Um, but it's, it's worth giving a shot, but, uh, it's, it gets really complicated. Some websites you go on, you're like, Oh, how the, how the fuck do you do this? Yeah. 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 Of course. yeah. Like you're like, how do you kick this algorithm? But I guess you just got to do it cause you love it and then see what happens. I mean, you can't be like, so, so, Oh, I want to get to that person because comparison I heard something the other day, um, an interesting quote was comparison leads to despair. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a smart like um, thing because we're always, always comparing ourselves. So yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess just like see what you can do and whatever you can do best to your ability, then go for it, you know? But yeah, Yeah, like playlist is a tricky, uh, tricky avenue, triple Mm -hmm. J, especially let's not get started with them. Oh really? Yeah. (laughs) Bad, bad times, bad experiences. Not, not so, not so much bad experiences. Um, more, more just so like, I feel like they're almost pushing too much for American acts or like mm. not even like just like some some of the music they're like triple J, triple J, and then they got this like crappy like I don't care if people don't like me saying this, but there's some really <laughs> there's some really not so great um, music on triple J, and I think a lot of people know that. And that's why mm-hmm. most people are um, plugging in their Spotify and trying to listen to that. But um, I mean, I don't know what won the hottest 100. Was it the Wiggles or something? I'm not sure. I, I, think, no. the Wigg- I think the Wiggles won last year or something. And it just kind of shows like 
I think Midnight Australia. Oil said that's where Australian the, there's not enough support for Australian music or something. So here we go. I found it. Triple Days, one to a hundred. Number one was yep, Wiggles Elephant. Oh, that's pathetic. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They seriously gonna put that someone song a Wiggles song. Yeah. How do people even listen to the Wiggles? Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah. Moving on. Um, so I, I did see a post that you put up about doing gigs. Is that something you really look forward to do? And uh, when you're doing gigs, do you original stuff or covers? Interesting. So with, with gigs, sometimes like I'll give like gigs, depending on how you feel can be like a previous before the gigs. Like you always feel good once you play the gig. Um, yeah. At the moment, I've been playing quite a few gigs, but I don't really necessarily post it just because sometimes yeah. you have like, sometimes you like, there's not enough privacy with social media. It's like, oh, I want to, it's like nice to support, but sometimes people are like too, too in your business. It's like, oh, I want to come see, like I used to promote myself, be like, oh, I'm going to busk here tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah. And then all it did was like promote the spot or like someone took the spot off me or, someone came to someone was like, oh, oh, really? let me know. Well, let me know. And I guess like the biggest thing is you don't want to psych yourself out too much. Yeah. Yes. yes that's right. So I think, yeah, when I play like even sometimes when I, I do enjoy playing gigs when I'm playing them, but mm. obviously it also depends on the crowd. But recently I have liked it because I've worked in a surf shop and I've worked a couple jobs that I don't like. So like just being like, Oh, you can play and practice music is such yeah. a great thing. But there are yeah. some there are some disadvantages where I've had a, I've had periods and gigs where they're like oh can you turn the music down a bit like the the staff who work there they're like oh could you turn it down or not and you go yeah yeah does that sound better you don't press any mm-hmm. you don't turn down anything and they go yeah yeah that sounds better because psychologically oh you're just like yeah but it's it is it's a tricky one because like I mean they are gonna it's like anything there's gonna be days where you don't feel like doing something. But yeah, yeah, if you had to put me, if you had to say, oh, there's surf and there's a chance to play like a gig or festival, like that's mm. tough, but I'd probably pick the surf. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's your love. Why? Yeah. Wrong with that. Yeah. Um, would you, would you work with that? Would you, what? oh, actually, let me ask this one first. Firstly, uh, what type of places are you like currently playing your gigs at? And then uh, second question. Do you have like a certain place that would be like, oh, that'd be sick. That realistically yeah. you would get, let's say within the year. Yeah. Um, there, there are like, so recently it's been actually like, I'd say the last couple months, it's been more, I played a, there's a town called Yamba, which is like a yeah, yeah. Hour, hour south of uh, Byron Bay. So I've played a couple gigs there, like the Blue Dolphin Holiday Resort. So it's like, it's quite mm-hmm. a, it's quite a classic Australian gig where it's like you play near the, like there's a bar at the pool and then you play like the everyone swimming pool, like, like yummy mummies. And then like, uh, <laughs> but then like, yeah, it's just like families and stuff as well Yeah. on the other side. So it's like older people, adults ordering drinks and then they're like drinking, getting, getting on the piss. And then like, you're playing, you're playing a gig to them, like in the crowd. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. So they got all like the, it's just like very like laid back cruisy. Um, yeah. So, the, those gigs like were the gigs I'm playing the two gigs um, yep. I played at the Blue Dolphin and then played at the Pacific which is a hotel in Yamba which is quite a like 
uh, probably their biggest venue there in Yamba. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mainly recently I've been playing like the last few weeks. I've been, I get like a regular gig at uh, um, the Fresh Cafe, which is mm-hmm. like a, just next to uh, Beachy, which is like in Byron mm-hmm. Town. So it's at the end. It's like the part of the last like kind of strip in Byron towards the main beach. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess, I guess a dream would it be like a local venue or dream venue to play? Do both. Oh, well, I've, I've done, I have done Blues Fest when I was 17, um, but I didn't headline, obviously, like I wasn't. But in terms of I did one of the main stages with my school band because we, yeah. we got into something or whatever or got connected mm-hmm. for the school. I don't know, like trying to display the local talent. That was like the last Blues Fest like a few years back or the second yeah. last one, third, third yeah. now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, perform, perform there. That felt really good. I'd like to do, do that one again if I can. Um, but yeah, if we, could I do around the world or whatever? Like, Mate, just, whatever, literally, you tell me. Oh, probably, yeah, if I, if I was to play, it just like looked like playing Blues Fest, like headlining would be so awesome. But I'd say like probably if I was to headline, I just, it would be pretty cool to be at Coachella. Oh, yeah, that'd be sick. Eh? Like just that'd performing so in cool. Coachella, like just something like, Something like like some of my indie rock stuff or whatever that would be that would be I wouldn't say it's a full dream because like I'm not that fond of always performing in front of people. Um, yeah, that's what but, I was gonna ask actually. Yeah. How do you get stage fright or what is it like? How how is it when you, you know when you when you need your thoughts about to perform? What's that like? Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm not such a I wouldn't classify myself as like um a shy performer. So I'm not like a performer that like. As soon as I get on the stage, I'm not like, oh, fuck, this is so daunting, you know? I'm never yeah. like that, but I'm more just like sometimes more recently so, but like it, it used to be more like sometimes I'll get a bit shaky and nervous, but I guess because I've done it since I was like 17 now and I bust like yeah. I bust the whole year from 17 to 18 and didn't really like did it like three, four times a week um, yeah. on the streets of Byron Bay before it became like a trendy spot to busk. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, so yeah, it just, it just depends. Like the, uh, usually it's like before the gig, it's like the negative talk. Like it's like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's what it, whatever it is. Like sometimes when, if I have a shit surf before I like play a gig, I don't feel so good. <laughs> but like, I, I'm like, I need to play that gig to like get the like dopamine high or whatever. Um, it, it really, yeah, to be, to be honest, it really just depends, I guess, you know, it's like some, yeah. sometimes I am like, well, there was a period, as I said, like earlier, where every time I performed, like it just seemed to be like a thing happening where people would be like, oh, could you turn the music down a bit or turn turn this up or, or turn it up louder? I'm like, okay, like either way, like I'd just, like I'd rather louder. Like but I've had times where you're like so used to being told, like told turn it softer that you're like louder. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so that's nice when you hear the louder, but when you hear the softer, it's a bit of a, like it doesn't matter because like, it's not like it's a big, I don't play with a big speaker system or something that's going to shut down the whole neighborhood, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, it's each of their own, but look, it's more, it's more just before having that negative self-talk, you know, trying to not let that get in the way. Like the other night I was like, Oh, like I was, I think it's more anxiety, you know, like, because mm-hmm. you don't, you don't always want to give your energy all the time because I mean, gigs can be tiring because sometimes you just get people who, who sit there like I'm learning with age, it's fine. People are different, but some people don't even like clap or, 
or look at you or like the whole time. So yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Really is. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it with the questions. Yeah. That. But so what, what I do here, uh, yeah. what I've been doing, we do single bit 10. So there's 10 general questions and mm-hmm. stuff and just do your best to answer them. I cool. guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the first one is tell us about your most recent social media picture, your most post or yeah. Tell us about that. What yeah. What, what, what was it just a, was it just a reel? I think it was. Wait, Wait, let me, let's, let's have a look. Uh, I think on, on my main account, it must've been a real something. Um, let me see your mate on your main one. Yeah. Um, so this is the commitment we, we do guys. We go straight on the phone. Which... Yeah. We, we become like teenagers again. Exactly. Teenage, um, teenagers at was... the, at the year 10 prom. <laughs> it was uh check out my new single out now yeah real of it. so what's that so what so do you with okay then what i can do a couple questions with that um yeah. so when you post a song when you have posted a song will you do like the picture saying it's out now or will you and then will you post a couple of days later saying listen to it and then maybe add a bit of the song yes what's the process with that yeah so like i mean this this single was just like fuck it, just get it out there kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah, sitting yeah. on the laptop for a while. Um, yeah. So I guess, yeah, this normally the process is like, yeah, put it out, try assemble it as best as you can, like get a good promotion clip um, and then just promote it to like the, a wider audience, boost it up for Instagram and then Bob's your uncle and uh, get some yeah. listeners. Yeah. Easy, mate. And um, who's your biggest inspiration? Can I get one for surfing? Um one for music and then just one in life. Yeah. So for cert, probably for music, um, it's probably cool. Tough one. Um, who, who's probably my favorite artist at the moment. Um, probably biggest inspiration recently is an artist called Dayglow. Dayglow, um, never heard of him. Yeah. He's just like an indie kind of, he did a lot of like bedroom pop kind of work. Um, yeah, yeah. and then like got really good sounds just from like the equipment he just did room pop like so that's my approach now um mm-hmm. for surfing probably biggest inspiration who who i like to i'll just go with who i like to watch even though Oki <coughs> Oki's probably like the overall the biggest inspiration but the surfer i like to watch the most is probably dane reynolds just i like his um powerful approach and then yep. what was the other one for just in life on life, oh, it can be, probably, it can be somebody's basically your parents if that's really, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, probably in life, um, it's probably just my dad, yeah, yeah, because he's just uh, he's very uh, level headed and just like be, he does his own thing and doesn't really have to validate why he's uh, you know, why he's not doing this or not doing that. He's just taught me, I guess, more how to be myself, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. even though it's a pain in the ass sometimes, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like old ads. But, yeah, 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 legit. Well, something you've just told me um, you stopped drinking. The next question is what's your worst drinking experience or like a funny story when you've been on the drinks? Oh, probably, something you can think of? Probably, probably worst, worst situation is probably like, I don't know, just like being, I can't really think of a specific, probably the worst situation was like, not the worst. I, I would say my brother's wedding because I was pretty drunk, but I didn't really, nothing really bad happened there. Yeah. So I'd say more so the worst situation is probably just somehow like getting involved in like 
just like being like you, I'll, I'll just give an example. Like you, you get towards the end of the night and then like, it's like 2 AM and like, you're still with you. You're just hoping for a chance. The girl has been leading you on since like 11 <laughs> PM and it's like 2 AM and you know, you just got to go home, you know? Yeah. Like, yep, yep. Oh no. The worst, actually the worst experience is like when you think you had a chance with a girl and then like the next day you come and like you've lost the irons just uh, not hot anymore. <laughs> so you, you, there's a saying strike while the iron's hot and you just lose that opportunity. Like, cause you, yeah. you something like it didn't, it didn't happen on the night or whatever. Like, so yeah, just you need stuff. You stuff the next day and sleeves you red within the yeah, hour. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're nothing to them. Exactly. Mate. Yeah. Uh, it's plenty in the sea. Yeah. Um, so now this, uh, you sort of answered this before, but um, so w- firstly, what's yeah. your favorite activity to do out of surfing and um, out of music? And then what's your favorite activity to do that's not surfing or music? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, obviously, yeah, first two favorite activities um, is surfing and music. And then the other, a third, my third option is like gaming. I just like yeah. to, whenever I have time to like just play video games. Um, yep. more so, what's not you, so much recently, but like the probably what's FIFA. Your game of choice? FIFA, yeah, yeah, FIFA, oh, FIFA, like, FIFA 21. Oh, I, mate, I, I, I got it here, but I think it's on a digital <laughs> copy, so yeah. yeah, mate. FIFA 11 was my game back in the day, <laughs> I was a freak. So good, Benny, oh, mate, mate, good old Tucker. Uh, oh, mate, that's my boy, yeah. Um, what's uh, your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Oh, easy, easy answer would be Japan. Oh, you've been to Japan. I heard yeah, that's great. I went with um, Jack Jack Maine to Japan. Oh, really? To, oh, back in 2000, was it 19? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Shout out to former guest, Jack Maine. Yeah, yeah former guest. Yeah, the best, oh, the, the greatest man alive. Yeah, he is a lovely yeah. man. Yeah, besides um, Sam Fraser, so the second, the, <laughs> the two greatest men, men alive. And then Zane Velocian, put Bogo and oh, Zane Velocian. <laughs> <laughs> mate, they'll love that because they'll listen to this. They'll listen to the whole thing and they'll love that at the end. Yeah, yeah they'll hear this part. Um, yeah. What I was going to say was, uh, did you ski or snowboard? Uh, I, yes, we yeah, we did. We went um, skied, yeah. snowboarding and skiing. Um, me, awesome. me and Jack went off the track as well. At one point, yeah, yeah. it was like, uh, I, I don't know if it was him. Or it was like, I don't know if he was like, oh, this is a bit sketchy or I said this is a bit sketchy and we just did it anyway. But it wasn't that gnarly. Yeah, it wasn't as gnarly as some other off tracks, but um, still not all off tracks are a bit gnarly. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a that was a great trip. We had to uh, Ryu National yeah. Park in Japan, and some nice That's Japanese cool. ladies as well. But oh, really? No, don't worry, nothing happened. No explicit. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny, bro. Yeah. Um, and what are, what are your goals for next year or two? Oh, like me, for, anything. Yeah, anything. yeah. So a big goal of mine is um, to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube for my board reviews. Yep. Um, and then, keep working. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and another goal of mine is um, also to release another record. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. keep releasing music. So yeah, it's just very, very just keep working hard and put the head down. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And um, where do you see yourself in the next? Where do you see yourself in five years from now? Horrible question, but yeah, 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 yeah. Because you just never know what could happen in five years. Exactly. Any everything exactly. changes in like five days. Exactly, mate. Um, yeah, probably where do I see myself in five years? Um, preferably like probably 
to prepare. I'd, I'd like to leave Byron Bay. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, probably live somewhere either down south or somewhere, maybe go check out Western Australia um, mm-hmm. and possibly even live overseas in Europe somewhere. Um, yeah, awesome. yeah. Try find a try find a lady and uh, keep on keeping on. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Yeah. Love that. Um, and um, what is it? Um, what are you working on? Is there anything that you're working on that you haven't mentioned? Is there any other songs or yeah. any gigs that you like? Want to possibly talk about? Like, could be anything. Yeah. So I guess yeah, what I'm working on the biggest thing because yeah, fuck you, COVID. So. <laughs> biggest, biggest thing is like yeah no no i didn't say that no so it, um oh. like we might use it yeah it's a good take exactly um so yeah the biggest the biggest thing i've been working on now is trying to sort out all my um get my passport so i've applied for my passport sorted it all out um yeah. got an urgent one just so i can like activate it and like when i feel like it just yep yeah, see you later yeah, yeah, um, yeah of course. so yeah that's a, that's been the biggest thing i'm working on and also I'm just trying to finish up some content on my board review channel, um, yeah. mainly before I leave for um, Europe and Israel. So, mm-hmm. yeah. awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, um, what's something you wish was legal in Australia? Oh, it could be legal Any in Australia. Legal. I, w- yep. I would say like something legal, which is like mm-hmm. if you're. There should be, there shouldn't actually, because I mean, Australian security guards at clubs and nightclubs or pubs, they're so irritating. Oh, um, yeah, tell me. Mo- about most it. of them are. Like, I'm saying only yeah. some of them actually aren't, and there's yeah. very few that are nice. So, I guess what should be legal is I still think, yeah, like people should, there should be a way to show your age, but um, people, they shouldn't do like, they always ask you, like, there shouldn't be a legality to, there's been things like where they ask, oh, can I check your phone and check if you're, like they shouldn't have the legality to be able to check check that information. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 Or, or or even 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 not that, but like I mean, yeah. Just uh, I I don't think that should be legal. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, the next segment is it's called this week's WSL. So a win that you've had. I know it's Tuesday when we're filming this, so you can yeah. get it from last week. So last week and a half. What's you know some like a W for you and then an L. And uh, I'm a part of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. part of, of this podcast. So okay, cool. Yeah. Go for it. So what's no? What's so win or loss? Yeah, so winning or loss, both. So what's your win and then what's your loss? Doesn't have my, to be something super okay. dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My um, it can be waking up the wrong side of bed, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, my win is like uh, getting my passport sorted and you know getting getting ready to go overseas and go chase more of my dreams. Um, mm-hmm. My loss is the last. I'd say, yeah, the last week has been a bit stressful with all the rain. Yeah, um, yeah. we've had up here. It just fucking. Really? Uh, I mean, are you the same down there as well? It's been uh, like really, uh, yeah, last couple of days, but not nothing too bad, you know. Yeah, no. So we've we've just like we just kind of. I guess it's hard to get things done when the rains just keep keeps coming and coming and coming. So of course, trying to get reviews and film footage for surfing and. Uh, just trying to, even if I want to do a music video for my song, it's just not looking yeah. like that possible at the moment, which is fine. You just have to accept and roll with the punches. So, um, yeah, that would be the only loss. I mean, in terms of, yeah, just a bit of a struggle to get certain things done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my W is, um, you know, feel me this always, yeah. always, yeah. always love mate. We've had a good chat. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Thanks for coming on. Uh, 
Another W is it's not really a w, it's, this is a win and a loss. So the win part of it is I finally played basketball. I have like an actual game. I haven't played a game in like over two years, so it was oh, great man. finally playing. Yeah, but I, I played. I played. Uh, I played okay, <laughs> but then we lost for like thirty. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, mate. But you know, it's, that's right. We'll, yeah, we'll at least you got out on the court. Exactly. Yeah, so, but it was embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. The next, the next thing is the question of podcasts. This is what I nobody ever. Once I get big enough and people listen to all these podcasts, yeah, yeah. it's called the question of podcast. So it's a question I ask everybody. Yeah. But now what I've done with it, I've just, I just thought of a question and just, you, you got to ask, you got to answer it. And it yeah. usually has, and this, this has nothing to do with anything we talked about. So what, yeah. what the question is, is how do you feel about the Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard situation? I, I'm actually, look, what I, what I think is I'll, I'll make this quick because I'm on like 6% on my laptop. Yeah, yeah, we're um, almost done. So yeah. yeah, cool. Um, so yeah, Johnny, what I think of the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing is, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I've kind of signed. If this helps, I've signed the petition to remove Amber Heard from Amber Heard. <laughs> That's unreal, mate. Yeah, just off. because I think. Oh, look, I'm not. I'm not going to back up. Like, I, I'm going to say this. I'm. I don't think. I'm not sure if he's like whatever. Like, there's no evidence or whatever of Johnny Depp doing anything as of yet. So I guess my, my opinion is like, I don't think Disney should have canceled the franchise straight away. Yeah. Um, without any evidence, proper evidence. So it was just in a period of cancel culture. And like, I guess like sometimes in the world when good things become too good to be true, it starts to become a bit over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I don't know what Johnny Depp's actually done or whatever, but I do know Amber Heard shitting in the bed is not a, a pretty sight. So. No, no. Yeah, yeah, my my thing with it is that yeah, I don't know enough. I've watched a couple of years and stuff, and yeah. still the situation is. I think both sides they're probably both yeah. in the right and wrong. Yeah. So it's just it's there's in uh when I did legal studies for this thing called mens rea, which is right. innocent till proven guilty. Yeah. So it's it's just gonna be that. Yeah, yeah. Remember final segment so of the podcast. Yeah. So it's called guest to guest. So I get each guest will ask will ask a question the next guest and then you're yeah. going to answer the question from the last guest okay so, so, I, I, last, so do I answer the, ask the question yeah, you're gonna, so you're going to you're going to answer this question and then while just now think of something you're going to ask for the next guest it can be anything okay so the question that I'll ask is Goran he asked what is the best international food you've had from a different country best international food I've had from what a different country so like some of you've eaten from a different country. Oh, That's food. I thing. thought you said feud. I was like, Oh, oh did I? Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not you. I, it's, I think that, I think it's just like, it just cooked it. So maybe my yeah, headphones yeah. or something. It's not you. Yeah. 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 No. Oh, best international food. Fuck. From a different, some of you've eaten in a different country. Yeah. Okay. I've actually got an answer. So, oh. but the fuck it's hard, man. Fuck. If you, if you take in, if you take in Japan, Middle East, ah, oh, Jesus. Um, but <laughs> in, in, in Italy, there's a yeah. thing called a, they do like a thing called Bistecca Florentina. Mm. So like their own Florentine steak. Oh. And like, yeah, it's like dry yeah. aged for fuck knows how long, but yeah, it, yeah, I was yeah. 12 years old. It came out of just, there just wasn't anything wrong with it. Another thing would be probably like there was a pizza I had in Rome that was just unreal. Like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. thin, crispy crust. Like you can't get, it was just like, it was like probably Italian mum home cooked like in the restaurant. 
Jeez, I don't know, Judge. Like for that, I'd say the mistake of Florentina, even though it's controversial, controversial um, for my for my call. But yeah, jeez, mm-hmm. I've had there's or you could just say honestly, I think the food in Israel is probably one of the best or Middle mm-hmm. East just generally um, make the mm-hmm. best food in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the steak of Florentina. Lock it Florence. In. Lock it in. Uh, yeah. uh, um, so what's your question for the next guest? See, in the last one, there's not going to be another guest for like, probably, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. another one. It's like a month or something. But. All, right, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm going to think of a question. Um, Take your time. What do you, what's the one thing you regret that you did in the last month? Okay, that is a good. That's a good one. That is a yeah. really good one. Sweet, and um, that is about it. So, awesome. you want to let the people know like where to find you? Um, anything you want to shout out? Yeah. So yeah. So my name's Jake Harper's once again. Thanks, uh, Sam Fraser, for having me on the. What do you? Is it what podcast do you? The raise the reupload the reupload. re-upload. Yeah, well, I don't, raise entertainment though. There's something that's the YouTube channel. That's okay, YouTube right. Channel, yeah. So yeah. yeah, thanks for having me on the reupload podcast. Uh, my name's Jake Harpers, and um, yeah, to find my music and my board reviews, you can just search it up on YouTube. So Jake's board reviews on YouTube, and then uh, my music name is just Jake Harpers. My name, and uh, that's on Spotify, um, Apple Music, and all the shenanigans. So mm-hmm. whatever you use, uh, <coughs> you can go search that name. Yeah. That will be tagged below. Um, so yeah, go click on those when this is out. And um, yeah, that's about it. This is the Reupload Podcast, episode 20. I will see you all on season three. And thank you, Jake, for joining me. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Eh? Cheers. Mate, awesome chat. No problem. No problem. Okay. Good man.